1: Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open Food Business. Digital assets are slowly becoming more mainstream with people having at least heard of cryptocurrency and NFTs. Unfortunately, just like physical assets, assets in digital form are also vulnerable to theft and loss. Web3Gate is looking to offer a secure yet convenient way to enjoy token-gated benefits without requiring holders to connect or carry their crypto wallets. I'm here with Edwin Yin, co-founder of Web3Gate, to hear how they're making token gating convenient and safer. Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Fida. Okay, you know, at some point I'm going to ask you what is token gating, so I might as well just ask you now. <laughs> all right, sure. What is token gating? How does it all work?
0: Okay, basically, token gating is a technique that uses blockchain technology to limit the access and also to provide exclusive privilege to holders of a specific token such as an NFT.
1: Okay, so you talked about the safety and all that. So maybe we can now start with why you started this business, right? And what were the issues were you trying to address when you started Web3Gate?
0: Why I started this business is because like in 2021, I actually get the opportunity to work with a few Of NFT project where I helped them to develop the NFTs and after that they decided to create more events to be engaged with the whole community because it's more than one company they actually wanted almost the same thing which is a token gating for their community so I thought to myself actually I think there's a demand out there where people actually want token gating for their community so I just accumulate different requirements from different projects and I just part of making them into a SaaS service so that more NFT projects can actually utilize this service as well. That's how I started the company initially.
1: Right. And I'm thinking in this space, right, it's largely, I can just imagine, it's guys more than women in this space uh, in terms of getting involved in crypto and NFTs.
0: Yes, that's actually (laughs) correct. I think there's only like a single digit percentage of women involved in this space.
1: Okay. And why do you think that's the case? uh? I just have to ask this. Probably, I
0: think it is a bit too complicated and too tacky that it doesn't interest much of the women crowd, I
1: think. Okay. Okay. So you guys go into this geek speak that only men do, right? Now okay. Yes. You touted Web3 gate as the safest token gating solution. Can you elaborate on the security measures in play?
0: Okay. Why we call ourselves the safest as you're not know, in the NFT space when we want to buy or collect any NFT token, we actually need to connect our digital wallet, or we call it the crypto wallet. And for all the solution out there currently, when they want to perform any token getting, we actually need to connect our wallet directly. In a layman term, by connecting directly, right? It's like, if I ask you, hey Frida, I want to ask you, how much uh, money do you have in your bank? Maybe you can just show me a bank statement, right? In real life, but in Web3 space, because there isn't any uh, middleman. So everything is decentralized. So the only way I can check that you actually own the safe token is by connecting directly. And this is similar to withdrawing all your money out and then showing it to me. So this creates a big risk uh, in the web three space. So why we call ourselves the safest is because we doesn't require our user to connect directly to us but by leveraging on other marketplaces to let them validate their ownership of their wallet. That's how we remove the risk of connecting directly to us. That's why we call ourselves the safest. Like the master wallet for crypto wallets. I wouldn't say that we are a wallet. We are more like a middleman where I help you to collect all your wallet address and we verify that you truly own them and we do the token gating from there.
1: Mm, Okay, so what is the business model here? Where do you guys start earning money?
0: Our business model is actually based on a freemium where we do give free usage for users that doesn't pass a certain threshold. But for users with heavy usage, they can actually pay a monthly subscription fees to get more transaction per second and also transaction per month. And also for our supplementary revenue, we do implement in white labeling as well because we think that in the future, more existing brands will actually want to introduce token gating to their existing maybe loyalty app. So we give them the opportunity to white label our service where the front end is all their branding and for the back end, we are doing the heavy lifting. And because we get a lot of data anonymously through our users because blockchain is transparent, right? So we are able to get very accurate data so that we can actually use it for ads targeting as well. So one of the supplementary methods we'll be using is maybe from ads revenue as well.
1: Okay, so I would take it that all the security and privacy will have been agreed upon upfront.
0: Yes, they will need to agree on the privacy and terms and conditions prior to using our services.
1: Mm. So are most of your clients all over the world? Currently, we are actually at a
0: very, very early stage. We actually just only launched our app. So currently, we are still at the stage of getting in beta tester for our mobile app. So currently, we are more focusing on Malaysian market first, because since we are based in Malaysia, it's easier to get in touch with Malaysian markets.
1: Right. And what's the Malaysian market like? What's the landscape like?
0: Malaysia, as compared to other parts of the world, especially the United States, UK, Korea, is actually a bit slower, but it is growing rapidly year over year. But the majority is still coming from the US.
1: Ah, okay. Still from the US, right? Now, you made it into the Top 10 Alpha Startups uh, for tech program by FWD Startup Studio and uh, Lead Ventures, so One Two Three Seven Ventures. How did you get involved with the Accelerator program?
0: Actually, previously, I participated another accelerator before with 1337 when my friend invited me to join. And recently, I just received another email for them that another cohort is opening up. So I just tried to apply I mean, since I got this new idea, so I might as well try and apply and see how it goes.
1: Right, okay. And I want to hear your thoughts on, you know, what they had to say during the application in just a moment. I'm here with Edwin Yin from Web3Gate. Stay tuned to Open for Business, the FM 89.9. Breakfast for Masters. BFM 89.9. Good morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. Speaking to Edwin Yin, co-founder of Web3Gate. And what they do is they help make token gating convenient, yet safer. And, you know, we were talking earlier on how you were involved in uh, Alpha Startups for Introtech program by FWD Startup Studio and Lead Ventures. And, uh, you know, you took part in the latest cohort, right? What were some of the learnings for you uh, taking part in this program?
0: I learned a lot, a lot, a lot from this program because for myself, I come from technical background. So a lot of things involved in this, uh, I mean, to run a business or even to start a startup, you need to know a lot of things from the business side. Like how do you uh, validate your market and how do you find who is your target audience? Like uh, how do you plan your validation? What is your marketing funnel? All these things. I wouldn't say it's new. I know that exists, but it's not something that I will spend time on. Yes, because I talk to computers more than I talk to business side. That's why it is a big learning for myself.
1: Right, because you, you're just happy coming up with the, developing the app, that's it, right? And you know, then you want to look into its business. Now, you're talking about validation, preparing for validation. Can you share some examples? What do you mean by planning for validation?
0: validation as in like i need to make sure that the idea or the startup that i created or the business that i created there's actually a market for it that's why i need to create like for example like surveys asking all those project owners what are their pain points they are facing now in the currently in their web3 community they're facing that try to solve and whether or not my solution would actually help them to solve their pain point. That's part of the market validation that we need to do.
1: What about in terms of marketing? What are some of the things that you are planning to do in terms of marketing?
0: Okay, for marketing-wise, because in the web three space, there's actually a lot of scams going along, right? So one of our plans is to always retweet any scams that is happening and try to do a tech breakdown on why it happened and how actually can our solution help to avoid this kind of things from happening. And also we'll be writing articles on Medium. Medium is actually a social publishing platform where a lot of Web3 project owners, they will actually go there to get inspired or to get the latest info. So we want to make our brand present in that sense. And also we'll, of course, focus on SEO and SEM. And another important aspect is that every year or every month, there's actually... Different blockchain, NFT, or crypto event all around the world. We must get enough budget so that we can attend almost all of this event or even at least sponsor some of the events just to get our brands out there to be aware.
1: Okay. Now, you know, uh, digital asset values have been volatile due to many interrelated factors. Uh, you know, so do you see these values stabilizing in the near term? And, you know, how does fluctuating values impact uh, Web3Gate? I think
0: the bull market will definitely come in the next one, two years. And during this bear market, I think it is actually the best opportunity for us to build all the tools and get ourselves ready. When the bull market comes, everyone is excited, everybody everybody is pumped, everybody is hyped. The NFT market just go crazy and all the events start rolling out. And that's where our solution will come into play to all this. Okay.
1: All right. You know, we hear of large, you know, uh, crypto exchanges collapsing, you know, in the last few months, right? So you think that this doesn't have an implication on public acceptance? Do you think that it will change in the next one, two years and people will come to terms with it? Or does it worry people?
0: I think it will worry people, but I think the bad actors from all this industry will be removed and what is remaining will grow stronger and the confidence in people, as people get aware of like what might happen in, in all these Web three companies, people get educated themselves, so that the confidence will build in the mass market as well. So I think after this, the adoption rate will actually increase tremendously. Just like when the internet just get exposed, it's it's more or less the same thing, in my right, opinion.
1: Right. So people at first you know a bit iffy about it, but later on they will think it's mainstream now. What are your expansion plans, and are you looking at more funding?
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. In the web three space, things are changing very fast. So if we don't get enough funding, we can't move too fast. So we welcome any fundings that we can get so that we can capture as much market as possible.
1: Right. So this is what the expansion plans, you'll be just looking at gaining market share. Yes, yes. Okay. Is there anyone, I mean, beyond Malaysia that's doing what you're doing, similar to what you're doing?
0: Yes, actually, there's actually a few competitors, especially in the US because the market is more mature and I think we are the only one outside of the US market. But the main differentiator is uh, what I mentioned previously is that we are one of the safest because we doesn't need users to connect their wallet directly to us. But all our competitors are almost at the same stage at, at us. Huh? They are, everyone is almost starting at the same place. For now, that's why I say we need to capture market as soon as possible.
1: Okay, so that's the focus right now, capturing market, right? Now, according to your website, support for some well-known networks such as Binance, Solana and Avalanche are coming soon. Is there a timeline when these will be available?
0: We foresee that these will be available in the next three months
1: on an next three months, working towards yeah. that right now. Yeah. Okay, now moving forward, right, how do you see uh, the digital asset and blockchain space evolving in the near to midterm? So you're saying that you'll one, two years, there's, there's something happening, but, you know, are there any other developments that you're excited about?
0: Yes, actually, what I'm most excited about is that in the Web2 space, right, existing brands are actually getting into NFTs. For example, big companies like disney netflix nike adidas everyone is getting into nft space and they will turn nft instead of just an image right they will turn it into something like a loyalty membership kind of things that's where token getting is very much needed where i need to prove that this person actually owns my nft and when they do i might give them special perks special discount even like for on, offline event, online event or just e-commerce. So I think this is one of the most exciting part in the near future.
1: Right. And I think like uh, maybe all the local companies are looking at all these global companies to see what they're doing and then before they jump on the bandwagon. Uh, but if you were to say Malaysian companies, right? And how yeah. the bigger Malaysian companies, how can, perhaps they can leverage on this without having to wait for approval, you know, any, any thoughts? What would be uh, on your wish list
0: I think for a start, businesses they I mean they need to change the perception that NFT is not just an image overpriced image. It, it is really a membership to your business, a different way of getting in new customers because NFT are like traditional loyalty program where, It is tied to uh, your IC or your phone number or your email. NFT can actually be traded in the public marketplace where anyone can sell and buy. For example, if a gym decides to use NFT as their gym membership, when I buy the NFT once, I can just use the gym facilities. When I decided that I no longer needed this, I can actually sell the membership in the open market. But traditional loyalty program or membership, you can't really sell it in the marketplace where you can get more people to buy your membership. That's what I think will be most exciting.
1: Right, okay. And, and Edwin, is there anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked you yet?
0: Well, now, I think my team is, is looking to expand. We are looking for more people, um, maybe from business development side or marketing side. So anyone that's interested in the Web3 space and willing to work together, we welcome them to join the team.
1: <laughs> All right. So expansion, you're looking for more people. All the best, uh, Edwin. I've been speaking to Edwin Yin from Web3Gate and you've been listening to Open for Business. I'm Frida Liu, the FM 89.9.